And hello, welcome to the Blasphemous Pope podcast. I am your Blasphemous Pope, Harry, and today is Sermon 24, No One is Coming to Save You. Before we get into this, let's uh, take care of these show notes, shall we? Uh, First and foremost, the Friends of the Blasphemous Pope podcast. We have RLM, that's Real Liberty Media. You can uh, find them at reallibertymedia.com for liberty-related uh, online radio content. Uh, next up is Donna Van Meter and Amy Lynn Russell. Uh, they are currently in the works for repackaging the launch for Broad Assumptions, and we're going to see how that works out. Um, it is coming eventually, but uh, there's been a few snags in the works, so we're trying to iron all of those out. Star O'Hara, the uh, operator of Extremists Being Awesome and Accountability and uh, uh, Motivation Group. Uh, you can find that at her substack. There is a link down in the comments. Um, Mr. Nathan Frazier, the, dark, uh, the master of the dark arts of marketing. You can find his content at Success Magica on YouTube. And a wild little podcast here on Anchor from Little Nugs Bunny. Uh, I believe her Twitter handle now is Cool It Cowboy. And um, you can uh, go through her adventures as a uh, a young female uh, rancher uh, in, I believe, Northern California. Uh, Other friends of the Blessedness Pope podcast are Christy Caruana over on Instagram, We Trade Free, London Gardens, and Kennedy Edwards over on Twitter. I just want to make sure that if you guys want to reach out to me or if you guys want to uh, follow me anywhere else, you can find me on socials under Harry Felker. Uh, you're probably going to stumble across either me or or one of my cats as the AVI for that. Um, you can also go to my website, harryfelker.wordpress.com, where you can see uh, there's... Um, posts there that have to do with the meditation content some of the uh, sermon content requires imaging uh, or or uh, links and that is found all there you can also contact me directly via discord uh, I did put in the about section of my webpage harryfelker.wordpress.com uh, a link to get to that discord uh it's an open invite you uh, can feel free to come say your piece and leave if you want or you can come and join the conversation now moving right along sermon 24 no one is coming to save you now i understand the connotation of that statement there and how the sermon in and of itself is going to touch on that, but not really be centered around no one coming to save you. Uh, What we're going to be talking today about is rights, um, individual rights, human rights, negative rights, and positive rights. And I think I really need to define terms here when I I start off. First and foremost, we 
we have to understand that rights come in certain flavors. There are bad faith arguments and there are good faith arguments about this. The fact of the matter is, as a, a living sentient being, you have um, you should have a negative rights um, alignment. Not that you have these positive rights to things for other people to provide for you, but you have negative rights that people should allow you to be unhindered doing the things that you choose to do. Um, the caveat of that is where there's a conflict of rights, if you choose to fire your pistol randomly into a crowd, those people do have a, a innate right to not be shot. So you have to understand that there's a conflict of rights there, um, and you may not be in the quote-unquote right uh, in that situation. But the fact of the matter is... Um, what we really need to do is take a look at what life would be like in a world of negative rights. Um, the real defining line between negative and positive rights is freedom and slavery. We, we have to accept this. This is literally the truth. Um, a world of negative rights is a world of freedom. You are free to do what you choose unhindered by other people understand um, in a world of positive rights you are free to live as you choose however there is a positive obligation for other people on you that is in essence slavery being a slave to a community is no better than being a slave to a specific master uh, when we come back, we will continue this discussion on, um, on rights, on living in a world of negative rights, and uh, enjoy this short ad break. Thank you. Hi, and welcome back to the Bosmus Polk Podcast. I thank you for coming back after that short ad break. Um, now, let's uh, continue this discussion about positive and negative rights. Um, in the prior segment, I did talk about uh, uh, a, a situation. Person A has a firearm, and Group B has uh, is in front of him. Um, and this is where we start seeing things like conflict of rights. And we're not going to really go into depth about the discussion on conflict of rights, but I just felt the need to hammer this out. Um, in, in the sense of this, yes, the, it is a negative right to allow people to al allow. It is a negative right to own the means of your own defense. Um, that's, you know, basically saying... I have the right to defend my own life in any which way I choose, um, and all that has to happen is people just have to leave that person alone and let them. Now, Group B has the 
negative right of living their lives unmolested, you know, unshot, you know, as it were. And, um, and that also requires nobody to do anything. Person A just doesn't, just has to not decide to fire his gun indiscriminately into the crowd and everybody's happy. Where that happens, um, then it becomes a problem of, well, person A is violating other people. He's initiating violence and we can all understand that. The, these lines are pretty straight, pretty clear, pretty easy to draw. The problem comes, and this is where the bad faith arguments start, is when group B, without being shot, or maybe someone, maybe some other group had gotten shot by another person, um, uh, person C, uh, they decide that person A should not have the means to defend himself because they have the right to not be shot. And that is where positive rights start coming in, where negative rights are basically you are giving people a negative duty. You just don't stop me. Leave me the fuck alone and I will be able to live my life unmolested and um, I can defend myself. I can, I can, you know, provide my food or, or acquire my own food in my own way. Just leave me alone. Let me live my life. And a world of positive rights is you can't do this because it affects me potentially. It's not even that it affects them actually. It's that it potentially could affect. I shouldn't have to be. A, I shouldn't have to walk out of my house in fear of death. Well, that's reality. You know, you can walk out of your house and get hit by a car. That doesn't. That doesn't make it. So no one should have cars. Same thing. You could walk out of your house and get shot by a stray bullet from police. This has actually happened many times, and no one's saying that. In, no one's saying, oh, we have to disarm everybody. No, it's just the individuals. It's never the police. It's never the military. It's never the government. It's always just the people. That should be suspicious enough to, uh, to begin with. Now, when we talk about a world of negative rights, we, the, the statement, the world owes you nothing, actually is a true statement. The world doesn't even owe you the things that you have the negative rights to that the, the whole concept of the world owes you nothing is a reflection of negative rights. It is um, the ultimate responsibility being placed upon the individual for their own happiness, safety, well-being, what have you. Uh, I'd like to uh, quote Tim Ferriss here. Uh, the bottom line is that you only have the rights that you fight for. And that is ultimately true. We have to understand that as sentient creatures living in the universe, the universe, it may not be conspiring to, but it certainly feels like it's conspiring to <laughs> uh, uh, take our lives. And, and that has to be understood. We live in a world of man versus nature and man versus man. Um, and that's... That's just reality. Uh, if you take away all the trappings of society, all the conveniences, everything, and you just put man on a deserted island by himself, you know, a human on a deserted island by themselves, to be inclusive there, 
um, they will have to find food. They will have to create shelter. They will have to provide these things in a universe that doesn't care whether they live or die. And that's something that we have to accept. And we also have to understand that when we do have all these trappings of society, the same goes for our fellow man. Our fellow man may say, oh, I care about people, but in, in honesty, nobody actually gives a shit about anybody else except for a very few select people, and that has to be recognized. A lot of people, they, they think, oh, well, my politician cares about me because, you know, they want my views pushed on other people. No, you don't care about other people. You care about yourself, and that politician cares about themselves and getting elected. Um, when we come back, we're going to talk about consequences. Thank you for coming back. Uh, all right, so all along the uh, the road we go. So um, negative rights versus consequence. Um, we have to understand something as uh, uh, things that which act upon reality in a in a conscientious manner. We every single action, good bad has consequences which are also good and bad um you know sharing sharing some food with somebody who's hungry that that has a consequence consequence in and of itself um is doesn't necessarily need to be uh, a negative reaction um there there isn't a special case here when it comes to uh rights where rights are concerned we have to not separate the consequences of our actions, of the expression of our rights, from uh, what, uh, what those rights are. Um, the, the fact of the matter is, that is where a lot of these bad faith arguments against individual rights come from. Uh, they, they assume that people expressing their rights, uh, uh, their, their, their right to defend themselves, their right to acquire property, is in some way, shape, or form harming other people through the consequences of those actions. Uh, and the problem is that it's a bad faith argument. It's saying, well, person C um, went and did something bad, so person A can't have this because group B could be harmed. And that's, it, it's nonsense. Um, nobody who uh, understands that they have rights and those rights confer responsibilities upon themselves uh, uh, is oblivious to the fact that there are consequences to actions. Everyone above the age of two should not be oblivious to the fact that there are consequences to their actions, regardless if they involve rights or not. If you say something, you may get punched in the face, 
doesn't mean you don't have the right to say it. It means that you don't necessarily have the right to avoid those consequences. Um, and that's something that people need to really understand about the world. I think that's one of the detriments of having an online society is that you can say whatever you want without fear of getting punched in the face. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, freedom, uh, living in a world of negative consequences, living in a world that is free, does not necessarily convey a world free from consequences. Um, and the problem there is, is that people want to conflate the idea that if you are free, then you don't have to pay the consequences for your actions. And that's exactly the opposite of the way this works. Um, it is a slave who doesn't really pay the consequences of their actions. They, they, the consequence of their actions, the burden of that is held upon whoever is controlling them. And especially when we deal with collective control like a government, that responsibility is so dispersed that no one actually has to pay consequences for their actions. It just turns out really weird how um, all of these arguments, all of these like super bad faith arguments against individual rights, individual freedom, are what is happening now with the individual rights being treated as privileges, so they're not rights at all, and there is almost no freedom to be found. And that's, and that's the odd thing. It's, it's this human nature to project, I guess, that really disturbs me the most. Anyhow, we shall move on. Uh, conflict of rights. Now, um, a conflict of rights is just a social, uh, a side effect of being a social animal. We, we can't get away from the fact that, uh, rights can be conflicted because people will be acting in their own self-interest and sometimes their self-interest actually steps on the toes of other people. Um, this is notoriously not the case for people having the right to be armed, but you know, it is a hot button issue. So lots of people like to talk about that. Um, where conflicts of rights happen, we have to be especially careful of bad faith arguments because a lot of bad faith arguments uh, come out of uh, conflict of rights. Uh, any type of ethical or moral dilemma will always uh, bring out the worst in people as far as arguing is concerned. Um, but the one thing that we should be taking away from the idea that we could live in a world where rights are conflicted all the time is it highlights the, the need to build a community based on shared values. Um, it highlights the need for balkanization of large diverse populations like the United States. Not saying that diversity is necessarily bad, but when it comes to societal values, it's obviously not a great thing to have a bunch of different things lumped together, i.e. Yugoslavia. Uh, when we come back, we're going to wrap this up with uh, some reflections on how this is seen in reality.
welcome back. Okay, we are back at it. So, how this whole topic really relates to reality. The reality is we do not live in a world of negative rights. It's not how our world, our society operates. Our society operates even in the freest country in the world, quote-unquote, land of the free, home of the brave, terms and conditions may apply. Um, The fact of the matter is, we do not live in a world of negative rights. We live in a world that is run by governments, and those governments are openly elected, and some of them not so openly elected. Um, And they, the, the whole idea of negative rights is an anathema to having a government. You, you need a positive rights machine in order to have a government. You need somebody to force people to do the things, to provide the things that you have a positive right for. If you have a positive right to, for food, you have to force farmers to farm for you. Uh, need I say more than Holodomor? I, I shouldn't, but you know, I don't know how many people are going to get the reference of what the Soviet Union did to the farmers when they were like, no, we don't have to provide you with food. Uh, they killed them. So um, uh, there's that. Uh, but the same thing goes for medical uh, treatment. If you have a positive right to medical treatment, that means that you, uh, in, in, in a measure of, of connotation there, have the right to enslave a doctor. And that's how society works when you have this uh, idea of positive rights. It's the reason why you have these people going, but we, we want to make this free and that free. No, they want to institute more positive rights because that gives more power to a centrally uh, created government to do more things to people and to rob more people of more of their wealth. Um, positive rights, in a sense, is a wholly bad thing. Now, to be fair, um, reflecting on reality, we do not need to live in a world strictly of negative rights. You can um, take it upon yourself to have uh, uh, obligations towards other people. You can do that. Uh, When you have children, children are not capable of providing for themselves, you, you are engaging in a uh, situation where you can volunteer to have positive rights towards somebody, right? You choose to clothe and house and feed this child uh, while they are not in a position to do that for themselves. That is a, a voluntarily engaged upon act of acquiring positive rights. Um, and in a world of negative rights, not that we're talking about the real world, but in a world of negative rights, that would convey no responsibility of that child upon the parent. You know, you're not responsible. It, it might be a good thing to do to help the parent when the parent is older and you are still able to, to provide for people, but it's not um, incumbent upon the younger generation to have to house, shelter, and feed uh, their parents. Um, but in the world that we live in, especially here in, quote-unquote, the land of the free, the home of the brave, asterisk, terms and conditions may apply, expressing one's rights uh, is is treated as a privilege. It's 
it is such not a negative right in in any sense it's not a reflection of freedom in any sense because you have to get permission to do it that is not a right that's not what rights are about you don't need permission to say what you want to say you don't need permission to own the means of your own defense you 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 don't have to beg for permission for these things these are uh, innate upon you uh, as a human being so with things as they are as dark and dreary as this all sounds is there a way out is it possible to bring a negative right society into being um, the answer is that it's not it's not easy it's it, there's no real easy answer to this um, you are going to probably want to consider uh, a community that is private with shared values where you vet the people who are involved in the community um, you may want to try uh, living so free that your entire life becomes uh, a, a revolutionary act to uh, to paraphrase Albert Camus um, or but we have to understand that there are there are drawbacks you are going to have this overarching government over your shoulder for the rest of your life and you're only a minute away from being Wacoed via propag uh, propaganda machine and a government that wants to make an example out of you we also have to understand that population sustainability may be a, a, an issue in the future I want to take this time to thank everybody for coming, everybody for listening in. Uh, please hop into my Discord, uh, reach out to me. If there's anything you want to hear me talk about, hear my take on it, that, that would be awesome. Um, until next time, uh, stay safe out there, and I'll see you soon.